The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Once again, some feedback. We are back, and we are here to talk NC State uh, we did do a show last week. We're testing out YouTube Live. It's lost somewhere, but it is there. Um, so we are going to be doing YouTube that was Live. Fun. It was fun. I was totally lost, Ish. and I didn't have a clue what I'm doing. And I might not today. Chances are good, actually, that I don't have a clue with them what I'm doing. But we'll practice it and uh, yeah. try it out. I'm at least committed for the rest of the football <laughs> season. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to hear Sean sound very, very confused and me talk about stuff while he is very, very confused trying to fix stuff, um, then go ahead and then look it up, Cuse Militia on YouTube. It'll say test run, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's a little bit there, but and know. it's and it's we should say that it's on an old Cuse Militia page. I must have gotten. Confused. Not on our page. No, it's not our page. It is our page, but it's not our page page. It's our oldest one. Yeah, but yeah, hey, like kudos for know. for getting it figured out, man. Because I'll tell you what, I well, can sit here, I can make fun of you about it because it was kind of funny, but it's also one of those things where I wouldn't be able to do it myself. So it's kind of one of those, you know. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's it is funny, but also all you do is show up and. Can't even get you to do it on time most of the time. So uh, you've brought my expectation level down so low that as long as you're here, then that's my only requirement. That's it. That's how, that's how much you've dumped it down for me. So anyways, YouTube Live and the Green Room, or wait, the Spotify Live app, both fan feedback segments for the previews and the post games. Like I said, we're going to be committed to that through the end of at least the end of the football season and we'll just try it out so it's fun uh, if it works out great and if it doesn't well then can't say we didn't try because there was people asking for it so i figured you know what let's give it a run uh we are going to start the show today before we get into nc state with uh, a, a good chunk of the presser from monday with coach yesterday um and there's a good there's a good couple minute chunk in there with some things that I wanted to bring up anyway that we were going to we were going to talk about so we'll let coach hit them up first and we will be right back after so not only are you in the top 20 of your lane NC State who's ranked in the top 20 in both polls the first matchup between two top 20 teams here in Syracuse since 1998 what does that say about the excitement 
I say that's a long time ago. <laughs> that's a lot of excitement. That's it's uh, that's a that's a strange statistic, but. We're excited to have the opportunity to play NC State. Uh, Coach Dorn does a fabulous job. I really, this is an uh, individual that I really like. I like how he's ran his programs in the past. He's a guy that's worked his way up. You know, his recent job before NC State was Northern Illinois in the MAC, a team that I played when I was at Bowling Green State University. I uh, have a lot of respect for him, and I like the way he does things. Uh, one thing that I will be telling the, uh, the team this week, and I have told them, is that this is, you're playing a football team. This is not a bunch of individuals. And they're also playing a football team, not a bunch of individuals. So it's going to be a fantastic test. Coach, how would you describe, I mean, every football game is physical, but it feels like this team is really physical. And that's how they got through that game last week when they lost the quarterback. What pops do you want to fill when you see the physicalness of this team? I think you're right on. This is, this is 15 rounds heavyweight. It's going to be some slugs going out there. There's going to be some shots, and uh, you're going to get hit really, really hard, and how you handle that's going to affect the game. And it's going to be everybody that's out there on the football field. It will be a physical contest. With Devin Leary potentially out after suffering that shoulder injury, how much more kind of, I guess, work or labor does that put on you guys to prep when you don't know who's going to be at quarterback there? we got to prepare for both of them, and we have to assume that he's going to play. And he, any guy with that type of moxie, somebody that's been around as long as that kid has, you know, if he's, gonna, if he's got an opportunity to step on the football field, he's going to do it. So it makes us have more work. It makes us have more work in a normal week. We didn't get to take advantage of having an extra week off because now we have to go back and do research on the other young man as well. But the way we're preparing is we expect him to be out there with the opening snap. Hey, Coach, what goes into just the bye week in general? How recharged uh, are you guys healthy physically? Just what, what was it like last week here? Our big thing is you still have to practice, but the main thing coming out of a bye for me is two things. You want to come back as healthy as you can, and you want to come back as fresh as you can. But you don't want to be stale. You know, you don't want to, hey, we didn't play a game this week, and, and uh, I'm not going to jinx it like I've done before. So we need to make sure that we work hard enough that uh, we get back into game speed really quick once the game starts. And hopefully we've done the things this week to uh, make that advantageous for us. All right, so Joe, number 18 Syracuse will host 15th ranked NC State in the Dome this Saturday. I think kickoff is set for 3.30. As you heard there with Coach, First time since 1998. I don't know who the gentleman was that asked him the question, but this is um, a great stat. First time since 1998 that two top 20 teams are going to face off in the Dome, and we all know it doesn't count unless you're in the top 20 for coach anyway. So um, we'll get into a little bit of that. We'll let you know what we think about this game coming up, give you our predictions, and uh, we'll hear from you as well in the fan feedback segment, giving your predictions, and we'll go over last week's. Uh, But look, They've sold over 40,000 tickets for this game now, and we've, we've seen what 30, around 30 can do, right? Right? right. Your fingers quotes. And we've seen um, how loud they can get. So no doubt going to play a role. I think that's a lot of excitement around this program. I'm really, really happy for the team. I'm happy for, I'm happy for the Dome. I'm happy for the team and the players and coach, obviously. But um, and and so kudos to the to the city for showing out. And if we can push this thing forty forty five, my gosh, it's going to be uh, 
it's going to be a nightmare for NC State to say the least, especially yeah. if, as we expect, and we'll get into if Jack Chambers decides to uh, get in on the action, right? So um, the all-time series between NC State and Syracuse sits at 13-2, and two, all right? It's bleak. It's in favor of the Wolfpack. Uh, the two teams have played each other every year since 2013, the first meeting in 1972. Uh, the Orange's last win was in 2018, 51-41, the final score there. Uh, Syracuse fell to NC State in the last meeting, 41-17. to mm-hmm. Schrader went 8-for-20 for 63 yards and an interception. Tucker with 13 carries for 105 yards and a touchdown. Devin Leary, 17-for-20 for 303 and two touchdowns. So I expect this to be a little bit different of a contest this time around, Joe. Um, the offenses with Syracuse in one less game than NC State. Total offense for Syracuse ranked 40th. NC State's total offense ranked 90th. Now, with one extra game uh, for NC State playing total defense, they're ranked 17th, and us one less game, obviously. We're ranked 10th, okay? So... um. This team doesn't jump off the map to me offensively, although Devin Leary's obviously a a huge um, a, a huge player, obviously, and, and a great athlete. Yep. But it's if he plays, which we don't really know. Okay, so um, we talked about we talked about first, you know, the first time since 1998, two top 20 teams being in the dome. That's fantastic. That's great. It's a it's it's. It's. I was a year out of high school when that happened, so a long time ago. Joe, you were what? Yeah. Junior? Were you a junior? Oh god, ninety eight, something like that. Sophomore, probably. Sophomore. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> McNabb versus Tennessee. Yes. T. Martin came in. Tennessee won the national championship that year. It was a seventeen ten. Seventeen. Syracuse was seventeenth. Tennessee was tenth. Is that what I saw? Yeah, something like that. Yep. Um. So, anyways, the my point is about bringing up the offense is that there was a, that was not my worry coming into this game. If you watched NC State at all this year, you realize how tough and physical their, their defense is. And by tough, I mean tough. They're really tough. And, you know, you've got their, their, leading, um, their leading tacklers are all their linebackers. Yep. And they have a hell of a linebacker core. Yes, they do. And... and Peyton Wilson, Isaiah Moore, and Drake Thompson. So Drake Thompson, Peyton Drake Wilson, Thomas, yeah. Thomas, yeah, Peyton Wilson and Isaiah Moore, they lead the team in tackles in that order. And um, I don't think I think Syracuse is going to be ready. They're going, and I hope they're going to be ready. But this is uh, a game where they can get punched in the mouth quick if they're not. That's yeah, that's one yeah. thing that I'm worried about. That's my well, biggest and- concern. And, and to, to your point, I mean, this is going to be the best defense that we are going to up to this point that we're going to play. And realistically, when you look at it, even you know, when you look at Devin Leary to Schrader's stats, um, Schrader's very comparable with, you know, something like 28 less um, completions and like seven, close to 70 less throws. Um, and I'm sure he's got more uh, rushing yards and rushing touchdowns than Leary. So, and on top of that, NC State hasn't even had an off a hundred yard rusher this year. So it's um their offense has been it's been difficult for them. You know, they they were really close to losing first game to ECU. 
And they haven't even scored 30 if you're not talking about playing against Charleston Southern or UConn. So, um, yeah, it's all defense. And realistically, whether Devin Leary was healthy or not, or we're seeing Devin Leary or Jack Chambers, um, to me, it's all about how many points can our offense put up against their defense. Yes, exactly. And their defense is tough. And, I mean, um, you know, Clemson put up, what, 30? I think the final score was 30-20 in that game. And, um, you know, they held – Let's let's be realistic here. So you take out Charleston Southern and you take out UConn. They've averaged 21 points a game. Yep. Okay. Uh, Florida State with 17. Clemson with 30. Um, East Carolina with 20. Texas Tech with 14. So, um, yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. I think it's going. Well, we'll get into what we think. Think, but uh, beyond that. You have to look at our defense, and our defense is pretty damn good too. Yep. Um, and especially if you're looking at a scenario for NC State, where Devin Leary is going to be out for this game, so I went over to the most likely. Yeah. Well, they're looking at most likely if you go to back in the pack, which is the Wolfpack SB Nation site. They're talking about a, a couple of games, and NC State has a bye after they play us. So yep. you're looking at about three weeks. Um, Doran said it's day-to-day. Um, he's fortunate that he doesn't have a, a, a worse injury or a season-ending injury even because of the damage that can be done when your arm is stopped in in pure throwing motion, right? Yeah. Um, Devin Leary, we've heard it. We heard everybody talk about it. There's no doubt. He, he's tough. He's, he's going to grind, as Dave Dorn said. So um, there isn't a timeline. And Dave Dorn said it could be a week. It could be six weeks. So uh, fans over at the SB Nation site are, are guessing about they're guessing about three weeks, okay, three to four weeks. Um, doesn't need surgery, and it's not season-ending, and that's what's important for the Wolfpack. But it doesn't look like he's going to be showing up to play in the Dome. So they, they also did this profile, quick profile on Jack Chambers over there at Back in the Pack. Um, he played in 32 games across four years at Charleston Southern. Okay, He threw the ball 915 times. It's all from then. He has over 5,700 career passing yards and 40 touchdowns, but he's got 29 interceptions. Also, I don't even think he threw the ball against Florida State. Uh, he did a lot of running. Once. Once. Okay, what was it? I didn't even look. Oh, God. What a, ter- what a terrible host. Well, I Dude, it was, and I think it was an incomplete pass. I mean, it wasn't. Okay. There's a reason why they ran for a quarter and a half. Right, and you know, you just got to wonder: is he going to be, is he going to be, uh, ready? You know what I mean? Is he yeah. gonna, is he going to be I mean, ready can, for this I defense? Can yeah. So I mean, when you look at the stats, I mean, he did definitely play for. I mean, the, his freshman year he didn't play that much, but sophomore through his, you know, senior year is what it looks like, or at least retro freshman. Looks like he started it all three years. Um, twenty twenty, it looks like he didn't play the whole year, probably an injury or something like that. But when you look at twenty twenty one, his best year uh, last year, he threw for twenty five hundred yards, seventeen touchdowns, ten interceptions, and he threw at a what, completion percentage of fifty five percent. And that's yeah. in Division One AA. So, and he was he throws a lot of interceptions, like I mentioned. I mean, he he threw seventeen touchdowns. And 10 interceptions. So, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, there's a reason why he didn't throw. So, and that's at a lower level as well. And he threw the ball um, once for 
an incompletion. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I have a little bit of a, a theory a little bit later that I'm going to throw out there. Um, not going to say it right now. But um, thanks for sharing. Appreciate it. I mean, do you want me to? I can do it now. No, you do it when the time is appropriate, Joe. Well, are you waiting for your prediction moment? Is that what you're waiting for? The big unveil? Not necessarily. Okay. All right, well, we can talk about it. You can bring it up later. Um, so he's had some decent games. And like you said, you know, we're, we're playing at a lower level. He threw 300 yards three different times. Um, 405 yards last year in a game. So it's not that he can't throw the ball. It's is, is he can, can he do it at this level and can he do it? They brought him in for some experience, right? Devin Leary, not a stranger to injuries. Uh, so they, they, they brought him in for some, for some experience. Yeah, some rough ones. Yeah, to see what he could do. And obviously an older guy and, um, you know, you just got to worry about, I think, the main thing is his legs. So. Oh yeah, that's definitely the main thing. I mean, as far as Devin Leary goes, if it, even if it's a situation, if he was in a sling and he was out of the game, right, and you know the MRI and the um, X-ray came back negative, I mean, it's still a situation where that's his throwing shoulder, and if it's some type of AC joint thing or some ligament thing where it's just bruised or inflamed or you know whatever it may be. Um, that takes more than, than a week, you know, and I just, like you said, they have a bye week coming up after us. And I mean, obviously it comes down to if they can pinpoint the injury and whether or not it's something that can be further injured if he plays, or if it's just, you know, you can't injure it anymore. It's just the pain tolerance thing. Um, I think that's what it really comes down to. So, uh, but either way, even if it's a pain tolerance thing, like, I mean, I've, I've, separated my AC joint when I probably should have broke my collarbone before. And I mean, it's a pain tolerance thing, but I wasn't a quarterback throwing the ball. Throwing the ball. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, I just, I know Dave Doran's, you know, playing his, 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 his cards close to his chest with his press conference. I listened to it and stuff, but there were some little things in there where you could kind of tell, like, I mean, it's probably slim to none. It's just something that he doesn't want to share early just sure. to make us, you know, kind of wonder. Right. And you know and, you gotta you gotta imagine Coach knows this too. Oh, he's done this before. Yeah, exactly. So they're getting some guys back though, some important guys as far as their offense goes. Um, Demi Sumo Kongbe, <laughs> he's their leading rusher so far this year. He's going to be yep. coming back. It looks like. No, him and Devin Carter. Uh, Devin both Carter. Got hurt yeah, in Devin, the uh, Florida State game. So Devin Carter looks like he's going to be back. He's uh, their lead wide receiver. Not going to be a hundred percent, but they'll, they're good enough to good enough to play. Trent, like I Penix. said, they got beat up the last two. Yeah, I mean that was a talk about physical games. When you hear uh, Brent X there asking coach about the physicalness of this defense, there's both both of those teams last week in that Florida State NC State game, both just extremely physical, just a freaking grudge match. And hats off to an NC State team to pull that off the way they did, yeah. and just kind of grind it out. Um, with the with pure toughness and in, in just drive and motivation, so um, they do have some good things going as far as as far as their injuries go from last week and some 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 of their main dudes back. But um, you know, in coach, by the way, it would be fair to to mention that uh, McDonald hopes to play. Um, Tucker, obviously, we haven't you know, he he's, seems fine. He's good to go. 
Yeah. Uh, Jacquez, though, out for the season. So. Uh, yeah, well, when they brought that air cast out there for his arm, that was yeah. kind of pretty much Tell-tale letting you know. Side. Yeah. So, um, in which brings me to the the last point here, the bye week, and getting rested up, and being able to, um, kind of, um, not only rest up but but get refreshed, get a little bit healthy come back that's what the that's what the bye week's all about you heard coach mention well when now we gotta this was yesterday too now we gotta kind of prepare for two quarterbacks i think they probably know who they're gonna be preparing for now and you know i I, i'm not a coach i don't know how to do that i would be preparing for this defense more than anything i'd be getting my offense ready Mm -hmm. um and you know you got to imagine that's where the focus there is going to be so no yeah i mean that's uh, i was talking to my dad earlier today and it was the same kind of conversation where i said you know it's a situation where we were probably game planning for leary a little bit but you know you get that first week where you probably let the kids get some freedom kind of rest up a little bit while the coaches try to figure it out but i mean we've seen this defense we know that this defense is going to keep us in games so um I'm going to use the word, the word of the year at this point, you know, now that we are five and oh, it's, it's the offense evolving. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that those offensive coordinators, Jason, Beck, everybody got together, looked at what has worked in the first five games, what hasn't, what can we add, who can come in and maybe get some more snaps and get some more targets. Uh, but there's got to be some things that they put together that, NC State can't see on tape or hasn't seen on tape to kind of, you know, evolve this offense into something a little bit better than what it has been. And it's been good. But these next three games, we're going to be playing against these three teams. These three defenses might be the best three defenses that we play all year. Definitely three defenses that are better than any of the defenses that we played. And um, there's got to be some changes. We can't just show them the same old, same old. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have to evolve on offense. And um, I think that Tony White and that defense has got it locked in to kind of change um, what they're doing compared to what they're working with. And um, whether Leary or Jack Chambers plays, I mean, I think our defense is going to play good enough to keep us in this game is going to be whether or not, like, like I said before, how I, what is our offense going to do against that defense? Because that's a really, really good defense. And as far as um, another thing I'm going to look at, too, I know that uh, – Schrader is definitely going to want to get this game back. You know, you kind of set his line, his stats from last year. It wasn't great. And I do remember. Yeah. And I do remember Drake Thomas, that linebacker, stepping in front of a slant and taking a pick six to the house. So um, I can only imagine that him from Charlotte, just like Garrett Williams, the Charlotte area, um, that they're going to want to show out against NC State, especially considering the game last year. So. And there's a lot to look forward to, man. There's a lot to look forward to. A lot on the line. A lot. Of, a lot of hype. You know. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's as far as the you know our crowd goes and our our fan base goes. It's a lot of it's a lot of pressure. I think to go out here and and make this a big deal because of the media hype around it, and maybe media hype, yep. media hype, media hype. Right. Well, social media is all a buzz. And every article you're, you're coming across through all of the Syracuse websites are hyping this thing up. And, you know, that's 
that's just something to to take in consideration because if well, you yeah. win, if you win, it's a BFD, right? Well, and, th- and that's well, and that's the thing, right? Is you look at it and you're like, okay, we're 18 playing against 15. We know we're only 18 because we're undefeated, right? So right. we lose to NC State. Who knows? We might fall out of top 25. Maybe we don't, right? Still go to Clemson. We lose to Clemson, definitely falling out of the top 25. And the next thing you know, we might not even be talked about again. But we beat NC State. We become bowl eligible, 6-0. and Who knows how many undefeated teams are going to be left standing after this week. And then next week, we'll probably be ranked in the top 15 going to number five or number four, Clemson at Clemson. That's going to be made a big deal. Even if you lose that game, you hope you play them tough. Even if you lose that game, you're not going to fall out of the top 25 when you're top 15 when you lose to Clemson. So now you're talking about maybe maybe Notre Dame's ranked. Maybe you got another two top 25 teams playing in the Dome again. So, I mean, beating NC State makes you relevant for another three weeks at least. And, I mean, nationally relevant. And um, that's, like you said, it's, it's a BFD. Yeah, there's no way other other way to put it, right? I mean, um, you know, whether it's Jack Chambers or Leary, it's a BFD. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And one could only hope, you know, that you know we get what we get and we do our best with it, regardless of what it is. And you got to think about this is that, what I that think. You about. can't you can't overlook you can't overlook a Jack Chambers. You can't. Okay, because you can't overlook anybody. And that's, I don't see, I think this team's built different. I don't think that's even a possibility. I hope, I hope. And that's the thing is, that's what I'm hoping. But this comes back to the the point that I was talking about, right? And it's almost a perfect comparison when it comes to, look at the NFL, Dallas Cowboys, right? Dak Prescott, right? Yeah. Uh Dak Prescott, Uh they're throwing a ball down the field. They got some... Some runs for the quarterback. They're doing some flashy stuff because, you know, Dak Prescott, he's good. He's got an arm. Well, they got two solid running backs and a solid offensive line. But they want to do this stuff because they got all these other guys, right? He gets hurt. In comes Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is 4-0 by them getting back to the basics, leaning on their defense, running the ball with their two, often, um, with their two running backs, their good offensive line. Play action, making easy passes. Next thing you know, they dumbed it down. They made it simple. But because they have the talent, they're winning games. And that's the one thing that I'm afraid of because I almost see the, the comparison. When you look at Leary's numbers, I mean, he's just chucking balls. I mean, he's, they have the confidence in him to take these shots and take these chances downfield. Well, if he doesn't play, then we don't have tape. And they're going to they're gonna scheme something up for this guy and to be run heavy, run heavy. They're going to get down, maybe get you know 12 personnel with two tight ends. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to run it down our throats. They're not going to take a lot of chances down the field. And they're going to try to make it ugly and make it, you know, win in the trenches. Take away our speed on defense and let the talent kind of rise to the top. And, you know, that's the one thing that I'm worried about with a couple teams still left on our schedule. But especially when you lose a guy like Leary, and you say, okay, we can get to the bye week. Maybe he'll be good. We just need to get this win against Syracuse. I mean, this is this might be the first game. Like I'm, I talked to you about fearing against teams that's going to line up and go 12 personnel and just shove it down your throat and kind of take your speed away. Um, this is this is that type of situation. So um, we're not out of the doghouse, you know, just because Leary doesn't play. Uh, this team is very talented. Their defense is very good. 
Um, and if our offense doesn't put up points and they decide to play uh, run heavy, we're going to just run the clock down and take possessions away from Syracuse and don't make mistakes type of game, then it could get real, real ugly. And at that point, anybody can win. Yeah, that's the the unknown is scarier than the known sometimes. Yeah, yeah, there's some people that there's some people in NFL talk that are like, let Dak let Dak Prescott get a hundred percent before you bring because Cooper rushes. I mean, Dallas is four and zero with this guy, and they're just keeping it basic using the talent that they have instead of you know sometimes you get a guy with the big arm, that offense coordinator wants to call some play and you get away from the basic stuff of just nickel and diamond and running it down the field and tiring this team out. And plus, so, plus, I mean, the Raiders, what, what a disappointment. I hang my hat on this Syracuse. I always hang my hat on my Syracuse teams to be fair, but that was a tough game. I didn't, who cares? You know, what really sucked. Here's what really sucked about that game is I had, uh, Darren Waller, and mm. and he he pulls a hamstring quicker than a hiccup. Then you mm-hmm. got then you got uh, my uh, the other the guy I was playing. We were both four and zero, oh, and he had Josh Jacobs. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah, and I was up by eight going into that game, and so oh yeah. yeah. And I have Taysom Hill on the bench who scored me fifty points. Well, they didn't well, score me anything actually. Technically, didn't score me. Nothing. Uh, I kind of felt bug to that too but yeah <laughs> i all get right. it all right uh that is gonna do it for that it's time to hear from you the loud mouths from the loud house all right you guys know what to do every monday afternoon i ask for your final score predictions four the upcoming game, and this week it was NC State. I do have access to my Facebook account. Look, yes. I'm not going to tell everybody how I did it, but I did it. Okay? I can't give away all my secrets. But I will say this. That should never happen again because I have a backup and a backup to a backup. So we and should Realistically, you should make me a backup as well. You are a bad. What are you talking about? You you were the original backup. What do you mean? You stunk and you complained about it constantly. I'm saying no, but I'm saying if you put me in as the admin, then you can just. Oh, I think you are. So this whole time you just could have made a new one, and I could have. No, just, you you can't you can't invite people to. Well, then make me you, somebody that can invite some people. Only I can do that. Only the the profile that I was locked out of can do that. Oh my lord. Anyways, I'm not a professional. I just play one on in the Spotify live app. <coughs> and uh, on iTunes and Spotify and whatnot. Um all right, let's start with you know what? Let's do this. Let's start with Oh boy. Give me a second. Let's mm. let's start with Facebook. Totally unprepared. Totally, man. All right. Robert. All right, look, I'm going to... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find ones that explain a little bit. That's what I'm going to do. And you guys know I like that. You got to give me a reason. You got you to gotta give me an explanation for your score. So um, here's one. This is a quick synopsis, but it counts. Robert, on Facebook, 3424 Qs. I feel our defense is better. 
Okay. All right. Mm. Uh, Daniel, here's here's a good one. I didn't actually. I don't know if this is a good one or not. I say that because it's a lot of words, so they explain themselves. But I don't know if it's a good one. Uh, Daniel, SU Big 3410. NC State is coming off back to back games against Clemson and F- F- SU. That's true. And I believe they're missing their quarterback. That's a good possibility. And SU is coming in as rested as they will be all season. I can't wait to see what new schemes Anai puts in this week. Okay. Well. Um, oh, that makes two of us for could, sure. Yeah. Could, because I think I've, I've talked about it the last two podcasts. I think think it's going to happen and um another point to that this nc state team and the culture that dorn is is created we don't beat them like that uh, this team's not going to give up no matter if it's jack chambers or not uh yeah well that's true i don't think we blow them out you don't think what mumble mouth what'd you say i said i don't think we blow them out Oh, just, there's oh, no right. scenario in my head that's like, oh, we're going to beat them by 24 points. Well, I have two scores down. I'll quick flash them. Oh, you can't see them anyway. I have two scores down, but no, I'm good for I you. I haven't decided which one to go to. I, I can't make up my change. You're going to wait for me. I, I change change my mind more than Dior Johnson. Um, okay, <laughs> next up, Bobby. Bob, whew. Uh, Bobby on Facebook. Let's not start that. I'm, I'm going to go. Wait, I'm going to... You got me all messed up here. I'm going to go by their common foe, the UConn Huskies game. NC State and Syracuse both played them, and they both put up big numbers, and their defense was just as sticky. I predict Syracuse by 3, 34, 31 in overtime. That's a, I like that, and that's thinking, Bobby. I really do. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Anthony. I don't. And there's so many of these guys, and I really appreciate it. I just don't see the time where I can get to all of them. So I'm going to do my best. And I, I, that's a good problem to have, Joe, but a problem. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but are you talking right now is just wasting time. So. That's, you're quick. <laughs> Anthony, Q's 24-20. Uh, Schrader throws for 202 TDs. Tucker rushes for 85 and one touchdown. Okay, very specific there. I like them, yeah. Uh, Greg, without Leary, Q's 30, NC State 24. With Leary, 34, NC State, Q's 30. Mm. See, I just don't, like we talked about earlier, I don't think that, I mean, I don't know. I guess we can only wait and see, but I think that sometimes, like, less is more, and I don't think it's going to come down to NC State's offense against our defense as much as the other way around. What's happening with everything that I got going on with the uh, YouTube thing and everything else that's up on my computer screen and the phone is that I'm sc- I'm scrolling like it works on my phone and it just dawned on me that's a great idea a mouse for your phone don't tell me they have one already do they stop it is that unnecessary huh okay Nick no, depends but you just gave everyone your your idea so true all five people that listen. None of none of those five are motivated to do that. Nick depends on if the starting QB is out or not. Yes, obviously. Uh, if the backup, if it's the backup twenty four ten Qs, if it's um, the starting quarterback Devin Leary, it's twenty four twenty one Qs. So he's got a Q scenario both ways. I like that. Alex, uh, no offense to Qs. Uh, no offense to Qs. I love them, but I feel we lose this game twenty seven to twenty three. We stay close, but defense gets gassed. 
at the end of the game, giving up the game-winning score. Mm, okay. All right. Switching gears here. To, I'll talk to him. Yeah, talk to Alex, will you? Mm. For the love of Pete. Um, all right. Let's see here. My old reliable score when I have no clue what's going to happen. 27-24 Syracuse at no Blanchard 44. That's not a bad score. I actually don't mind that score at all. And uh, Joe's disappeared, and that's fine. I think we're fine with that, right? Uh, let's see. At <laughs> Baptized by Fire 7, if Leary is out, Syracuse 31, NC State 3. Um, I see the 3. I don't I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You see the 3. I, I, I mean, I could see a scenario where NC State scores <clears throat> didn't even hold points. UConn to 3. That's true. That's true. Let's be honest with ourselves. Uh, if Leary plays 23-10 Syracuse, he's got the Cuse winning. Either way, uh, why the point? Differential, you say. He explains himself. We're all anticipating. Leary is a better QB and will allow the pack offense to hold the ball longer, given less chances for us to have the ball to score. Okay, that seems rational. Tucker rushes for 125 <sighs> yards-ish. Don't agree. Um, do you want to elaborate? No, just, I mean, just if Jack Chambers plays, there's just going to overall be... Let's put it this way, all right? So last game, Jack Chambers played the last quarter and a half. Right, so Leary was in there for a half and a half of a quarter. Correct. Uh, at the end of the game, they ran the ball 46 times and they threw the ball 23 times. So, I mean, they're definitely going to open up. If Jack Chambers plays, he's obviously going to throw more than once. But at the end of the day, they're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to like run the clock, limit the possessions that we have. And, I mean, that's just going to be what it's going to be. So I don't know if I 100% agree with that. When Leary's in there, it's full bore. They ain't worried about running the clock or the opponents, uh, how many possessions the opponents have. So, Okay. Great explanation. At Oil Cuse, 28-20. NC State is able to run the – isn't – is able, Captain Patrick. <laughs> NC State is able. No, it says is able, but then I said, well, no, they're not. But he says they are. So NC State is able to run the ball, but can't pass without their QB. Tucker with 130 total yards. Garrett Schrader with 225 passing yards. By the way, the uh, the creeps over at NC State fan base have 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 made their way into the Twitter thread, and I let um, Noah sure. Noah and um, Tony accuse Waterboy. I let, I let them handle that for me. And why not? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, speaking, exactly. of, speaking of the Q's water boy, um, at Q's water boy, SU 27, NC State 24. Mm. I like this score a lot. In fact, I have one very close to that. Uh, I still haven't decided what I'm going with yet, but I will by the, time we, by the time we finish this up, and it is time. Uh, <laughs> back and forth game with few lead changes in ties. Mob comes up big in this one, and Schmidt happens. So, I like that. No, he thinks Schmidt's going to hit a game winner. Yeah, I, I, what I don't need is another borderline heart attack like I had during the UVA game, right? Or Purdue. I was worse. The UVA game was worse for me. I was, um, that was the nail-biter for me. <clears throat> Purdue was t- too, but... Not as it, it, there's more emotion in a in the UVA game for me than Purdue. I mean, 
You, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It's, well, it's you live in Virginia, so well, that's true. that makes sense. It's, I mean, it's just to more, me. It was more both. Than. The both of them were. You know, I'm just glad we won them. I gotcha. Whatever. At <laughs> Tribby's one, Syracuse wins 30, 23, I'm dyslexic. Twenty-three to seventeen. If Leary plays, NC State wins twenty-seven twenty-three. I like that everybody's thinking about this, and I I appreciate the that, but he ain't playing. Yeah. So uh, gonna gonna feel like a, a mirror match with two monster defenses and inconsistent offenses. I don't think our offense is that inconsistent. I would argue that. Uh, I hope, mean, hopefully look, home field advantage makes the difference, and it will. What what? It definitely should. And I mean, if Devin Leary doesn't play, then we definitely have the better offense. Absolutely. I just don't think our offense is inconsistent. Do you? <clears throat> Inconsistent? I don't know. I disagree. Nah, not this been. year, huh? It's not inconsistency as much as, like I said, I mean, after a little while, when you're doing the same stuff and teams are seeing the same things on on film, then defenses can make the adjustments. So, like I said, that's that's what we saw with Virginia. That's what we saw with Purdue, and that's why I keep talking about how our offense has to continue to evolve and get our playmakers the ball in space and make it to where they can actually put points up on the board. And it just became difficult against those teams because of the film. And because there were certain things that we just didn't, you know, react to well. And this is what this bye week is about. Um, Bye weeks can change the the whole outcome of your season. If you do it the right way. And when you're five and oh, and you're motivated to do it, then you know, there's going to be different things. There's going to be different wrinkles. And that to me is going to be really what's going to be able to put us over the edge to me personally, no matter which quarterback plays. Cause even if Leary plays, let's be honest, he's not going to be a hundred percent. No, he's not going to be able to throw as far as he, as he can. He's not going to be able to have the accuracy. And that's why I say that it might just be better for them to play Jack Chambers. Even if Leary does play, I don't see him playing the whole game. Well, I think so. I think NC State's banking on their defense anyway. First of all, second of all, there's blood in the water if they put Leary in. You know he's not going to be a hundred percent, and it, that that could be very bad. I mean, you got a bye week, but why risk it? That's kind of well, and that's why I talked to like alluded to earlier in the game, like or in the podcast. I don't know what his you know injury designation is. You know, I don't know if it's something that can get worse or not because if it's just a pain tolerance thing, then they might just give it a go. Throw a you know throw throw some type of you know brace or something on there and have him try his best. But either way, Jack Chambers is going to play in this game. Right. Uh, at Lynn PD, Linny PD, Sean Tucker. Uh, to, let's see, Syracuse twenty eight, NC State ten. Sean Tucker finally gets some respect put on his name and guest and flies around like the ninja he is and scores at least twice. Mm. Let's go orange. Okay. I mean, I like I'll, say, I'll take that. I like it. I like it. All right. Last two. Let's do two more and then we're going to hop into our picks. At Beanags one. What, okay. Whatever. Um, No prediction as long as Cuse ends up with one more point than NC State. I'm good. Okay. We asked for predictions. I should proofread these. At John Deacon, probably sixteen ten. Tucker had uh, Tucker had two point nine and two point three yards per carry against Purdue in UVA at home. 
Just imagine what this state front will do. No way Schrader can convert much on third down and scramble with those linebackers. And John is an NC State fan. 1610 State. And he's the troll. So. Mm, well, I'll tell you what, that's because that's the one thing that I did kind of notice and see a little bit. I mean, Jordan Travis had over 100 yards rushing. Um, that is one thing that I've seen that this NC State team does kind of struggle with is um, kind of keeping running or dual threat quarterbacks out of getting their yardage. Um, they seem to get their yardage when they when they play them. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that Garrett Schrader is going to be able to get some yardage here. And, um, you know, they got what I think shy battle. I know they got a player. I think it's Shaheen Battle at corner that is um, suspended for the first half because of a targeting call that was in the second half of the Florida State game. So I know they have a starter out on defense and secondary because of that. I'm pretty sure it's Shaheen Battle, but yeah. So um, I mean, only time will tell. But oh, Pierre to me, Lewis, Josh Pierre Lewis, Josh Pierre Lewis, what? He's out. Serving an indefinite suspension from the team. Is that who you're talking about? No, I'm talking okay, about okay. Shaheen Battle, who got a targeting call in the second half against okay. Florida State. So he got kicked out of the game. So he has to sit out of the first half of this game. So, you know, you're you're missing a, a starter at corner. So, you know, maybe we can take advantage of that in the first half to uh, to get some mismatches and get some points on the board. Never know. Okay. All right, well, it might be low-hanging fruit there, but, I mean... Yeah. Well, always grab low-hanging fruit. Okay. It's time to pick, Joe. So, you actually you actually won. I'm trying to keep up with the uh, Spotify Live chat room, and it's impossible. But I do know someone um, made fun of my education. Oh, of course. It's like Keith Waterbury. <laughs> my education at the OESM. Yes. Let me tell you, 25 years ago, graduating high school was a breeze. There was no criteria put in place for children like Tony. Who, who Tony, t- first off, you have to understand that his girlfriend did his homework. Facts. He didn't actually. Did. He didn't actually. I didn't even pass. I didn't even pass ESM. I didn't even graduate. My, my wife graduated twice. My then girlfriend, now wife, graduated So twice. I think that explains a lot. Correct. And how hard is homework? Well, first of all, we didn't have devices and things. We had what was called encyclopedia. That too. Um, Plus, my mom would have been the last one in the district to get Wi-Fi. Trust me. Um, Okay. Back on track. Let's revisit what we came here for, Joe. And that's to talk about your win last week. Good job. Uh, We have decided to do this a little bit different next year but it doesn't matter right now maybe, maybe how did i win you 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 had a difference of seven i had a difference of 11 so mm. i knew i was a little high on my score but, but it was it was two weeks right it was two weeks ago what did i say no uh, last week whatever you know the last week That's we played right. okay um yeah. so uh i'm two and three you're three and two and we're coming into this nc state game it is it is up to you, Joe, because of the win, whether or not you would like to uh, receive or or defer. What would you like to do? 
Okay, Joe's going to receive. I will receive, okay. and only because I know that you already have two scores down, so I'm going to make it easy for you. Okay. And I want to hear you hemming and hawing about which one you're going to pick, because I know that whatever I pick is basically going to make it easy for you. Oh. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. No, serious no. If you pick one, because I was thinking about this earlier, I'm like, you know, there's a good chance Joe picks one of these scores I have written down. If you do, then I'm taking it too. Go ahead. Then you're saying <laughs> why? Because I did last time. Because so, then we have then we have a tie, and this thing doesn't have to. We don't have to worry about going into the bowl game as a juggernaut. We're gonna know. Yeah. Well, okay. look, NC State definitely. I mean, I think they played a better schedule than us. I don't know how good Texas Tech is, but. Overall, this Clemson and Florida State the last two weeks um, has definitely given them, you know, a tougher schedule. And obviously, losing to Clemson, I'm not going to bang them for it. But at the same time, that's the exact reason why I'm going to pick Syracuse is the fact that like how tough the last two weeks were. Um, everything we talked about last week and them going in, and like I said, I don't wish any ill will or, or injuries towards anybody. But kind of what I wanted to happen in that Florida state game is exactly what happened. And, you know, I've listened to lockdown talking to, you know, one of the guys there talking about how, you know, they feel like, you know, if we beat NC state without Devin Leary, then, you know, the, the naysayers or whoever will be like, I don't care. I don't care. You got to line up no matter what. Right. How many, how many games has it been? We have Eric Dungy and now Alva said, Nope, it's Zach Mahoney. And these other teams don't give a crap about beating the crap out of us. No. So a win's a win's a win. I want six. I want six this week. I don't want to worry about it anymore. And I think we're going to get it just because of the timing of our bye week, which I didn't like. And even Dino Babers, he admitted he didn't like in the beginning of the season. But because of the way that the first five games laid out, it's a perfect time to have this bye. And um, I think we're going to get it. And I think we're going to get it by way of – 27-17. It's going to be low scoring. Um, I think the over is 44, 44 and a half in Vegas. And right now, I think we opened up as a five and a half point favorite. Right now, we're about a three and a half. Um, but nonetheless, uh, that's that's the score. Nonetheless, that's the score. Words of wisdom. Joe. Okay. You didn't pick my score, but you were close. Wait, what did you say? I forgot to write it down. 27, Syracuse 27, NC State 17. All right, 27, 17, Cures. Okay. So, you know, I'm with you. I don't give a crap who the quarterback is. I don't care if it's a, if it's a backup and their fans want to use that as an excuse. Just, Screw that. Just, How many times no. do we have a walk-on? Screw it. Oh, I know. Just coming, just coming into that. coming into this game, knowing what I knew already knew about NC State, which wasn't a ton, but the only thing I was worried about this is this defense, and I'm still worried about this defense. Should be Syracuse's offense versus NC State's defense. I feel like is where the game is going to be, regardless of not Devin Leary plays or Jack Chamber plays. I don't think it matters. I'm not worried about our defense playing. This NC State offense, regardless of who's quarterback, they haven't put up a ton of points. Did we go over the stats, or did we just do that when we were talking? On the yes, phone? no, okay. we did. Okay, that's what I thought. So we've been hitting it. Okay, um, so I'm not like super worried about it. Um, the their offense. So with that said, 
Look, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. My score is a little bit lower than yours. I think it's going to be close. I like I like Waterboy's Schmidt happens, and I don't usually pick that too often because I definitely haven't this year. But how awesome would it be to go six and zero and head to Clemson and then Notre Dame? Now, with 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 the next three games coming up. I feel like, in, in my humble opinion, and we can disagree, agree to disagree or whatever, but I think NC State's the best shot, shot at a win out of these next three. And to just go 6-0, and 6-0, bowl eligible, first six games of the season, huge crowd. Mm-hmm. The crowd's going to play a huge role for... They need to. For, yeah, they will. I, I don't think there's any question. The only, the only thing is, so look, here's the thing. Here's here's what those players got going for them is that defense is going to get this crowd stomping their feet. And it's going to be hectic as hell. Jack Chambers is never going to – he may never play in an environment like this again. And I don't know who they play off their bye week if, if Leary's not in, but this is not a great environment for a Jack Chambers to walk into uh, as his first start for NC State. It's just not. It's, true. it's, it's terrible. True. It's a terrible situation. So with the crowd, with everything we got going on, the hype around this thing, I got Syracuse, long story short, long story long, 24-21, Syracuse, Schmidt happens. Uh, And look, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough to score points. And I could be totally wrong about that, but I feel like it's going to be tough. And here's the other thing. Win or not, like we cannot afford injuries anymore. Like, got to be extremely yep. careful. And yep. um, this offensive line has got to be on their A game, for sure. And Schrader needs to yeah. be smart. He needs to be very smart. I think this is a redemption game for him, man. Honestly, I really do. Um, he didn't play a good game. Tucker got over 100 last year, but, you know, we they were beating us pretty early, so... I don't know. I'm not really too worried about that. But, like, when you look at that, I mean, 6-0... and I mean, you got to get it right now. I mean, it's perfect, perfect, perfect situation. Like you said, I mean, they could easily just run it and everything. But I don't, I don't even see with 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 Leary with this defense, with this crowd, with everything. Like this offense, like you said, has been underwhelming. It's been underwhelming. So we need to figure it out on offense, and I think that Schrader and those guys will. And um, yeah, I mean, on top of that, our defense has shown that we can score points. You know, Jack Ch- Jack Chambers is he's shown that he can throw interceptions. They're not going to be able to run the ball every single time if he's going to be the starter, right? So, I mean, we've scored a what a defensive a touchdown the last two games, correct? If I'm, defensive touchdown the last two games, two out of three. UVA and two out of three. Purdue. No, not UVA. Purdue. No, Wagner. Purdue and Wagner. Yeah. Yeah. So two out of three. I mean, our defense, and you know, when you look at special teams, I mean. Like, look, NC State is solid all around. Their defense is good. Their special teams is good. Their kicker has not missed a kick this year, and he's probably the reason why I think Dave Dorn, he crowned him, or donned him the MVP of Florida State. He had a 53-yarder. I think he had four four field goals. Like, I mean, they got a solid special teams. A so, they have a solid team overall. So they're not just going to lay down, but I just think that they're beat up. I think they wish they had the bye that we did. And as long as we don't come in 
and you know start slow and make it to i mean let's be honest they've been talking about dino baber's record off of a bye week not great i think we only have two wins off of bye weeks in dino baber's tenure so there's that they're talking about but at the end of the day we need to start fast um we're should be able to implement stuff that NC State has never seen. They're beat up. They don't have a starting corner because he's out the first half. Uh, we need to get out and get in front early. And I think if we get to 24, I don't think that NC State can score that. Yeah, that's it. You're right. Absolutely. It's going to be low scoring, but whoever scores the most points is going to win. It's a, no it's a brilliant. That's a brilliant point. John <laughs> I'm just Madden. playing. I'm just playing. But that I'm just that saying, is a good I point. I think that's like about the mark, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I think that's tough. That's gonna be extremely tough for NC State to get that main points. So if we could start I mean, we talked about it, we've only yeah. given up 70 points. That's 14 points a game. Now, granted, we have the the Wagner in, in the UConn, but they have the Charleston Southern in the UConn, and they're not the same. So who's to say that our defense? I mean, we had a fan feedback that said they think their feet, that our defense is better. Right. Who's to say our defense isn't? It's, we don't know. It's Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's tough. We're going to find out. All right. From the Spotify live app, straight out of the green room, Matt, are you there? Hello. Sorry, he is, oh, unmute. there he is. There he is. He had, he had to unmute. Yes, always unmute. What's going on, Matt? How you doing? Oh, not much. Not much. So... I was thinking, if you guys remember before the season started, uh, Deuce Chestnut said that he thought that they were top 10. If you look right now, Syracuse is top 10 in total defense nationally. Yeah. Um, One less so, game, though, than many of those those other teams, though. But right. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at NC State, they're currently 17th in total defense. But mm-hmm. I believe that total defense goes by your average yards given up per game, doesn't it? I thought it was so, total, is it not? That's I a good question. It, I think it's average. I, I actually had This is what I talked about last, last podcast. Is so, it, Joe? Is yeah, it? because I talked about how we give yards away, but we bend but don't break. It's all about the points, not the yards. Gotcha. Yeah. So right now we're top 10 in total defense, and they're 17th. And I listened to some uh, national podcast where they were actually talking about, they think that NC State's defense is probably the best unit in the game. Mm. Um, they, they have a really good defense. Uh, they they do. didn't say they think that NC State would win, but they said they could win, which I think is pretty fair. Um, also... Jack Chambers, I, I'm not that impressed with him. Like, oh, uh, God, no. Some of the people that I've talked to said that he can sling it. and But, I mean, there's a reason that he walked on at NC State. Um, I believe that last year was his best year at Charleston Southern, and he was like a 55% completion percentage. 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Like, there's a reason that he walked on. So I just don't think that he's going to be able to hurt us with his legs. I think that we're going to be able to load the box against him. Um, you load the box and put Deuce and you put Garrett out on an island, like I'm going to take that matchup against Jack Chambers. I mean, it's just the way it is. If you look at how good we are against rushing quarterbacks, uh, look no further than Malik Cunningham. 
He had 34 yards against us. His only yeah. other game, his only other game where he had less than 100 yards was the one that he got hurt in. Every other game he's had over 100 yards rushing. And it was the same way last year. Last year he didn't have, he had like 24 yards against us. So, I mean, we have a really good spy game. I think Mikel is probably one of the best spy backers in the entire country because he's so fast, so athletic. He might be a little bit undersized, but he tackles everything. And if you can hold down a guy like Malik Cunningham, Chambers is not going to be that big of a deal running the football, I don't think. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't think Chambers is much of a threat mm-hmm. at all. All, I'm, all I would say, caution against, is to just look past the guy if you're, if you're on defense. Well, you don't want to look past In their run but- game, NC State's run game, with the exception of Chambers, is not great. That's but not, that's because, like what I told you, with Devin Leary, they were just chucking the ball all yes, the time because yeah. they have uber confidence in this guy. But when you look at it, I think it comes down to can their offensive line dominate our defensive line? Can they bring in a 12 personnel, change their offense that what they've been running for the past six games, and put in two tight ends with their offensive line and just run it down our throat? and just make it boring as hell. And that's the one thing that I worry about. I don't worry about that as much because I think they're going to load the box. I think that they're going to have Deuce and they're going to have Williams one-on-one. Williams is one-on-one almost every game anyway, but not in a zone. So he's out on an island by himself anyway. Deuce usually has a little bit of help, uh, but he's more inclined to try to take chances to create and opportunity for a turnover you know and Garrett just kind of like he doesn't take those chances he just puts himself in good spots like he's not gonna jump routes so I think that if we load the box like there's no reason not to if Chambers is there nope you're right yeah yeah I mean absolutely right I'm right there with you it's something they're gonna have to do I mean they might not do it right off the jump but if NC State starts breaking some some runs, then I can see it coming down to just like you said, man on man, you're on an island. Yep. And um, I like our chances if you're talking about Jack Chambers' accuracy. You're talking about a D1 AA level, 55%. It's his best percent. I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sold. If he's got to rely it's- on his arm, he's getting picked off at some point. <laughs> I mean, it is a good – I mean, which, you know, if it comes down to that. So, yeah. um, Matt. Thanks a lot, buddy. Don't be a stranger, dude. We appreciate you. Always insightful on Twitter. Yes, sir. And in the green room. We appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yep. Um, okay. So, yeah. That's, that's some great points. Some great points. Uh, he hit on a couple of things you said before we went live, too. So, yep. Um, yeah. Yep. Excellent stuff. He did. So, um, all right. Well, um, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited to... Uh, a 3.30 start is just okay. We got snubbed by college game day, right? They're going back to Tennessee or someplace. That was uh, Well, look, Tennessee is hosting Alabama, and Tennessee hasn't been that great. They're 4-0, ranked fourth. Uh, we're not going to beat that. So, yeah, that's, that's a tough. That's, a, that's just didn't fall on a great week. No, I mean, it's all about timing, right? That's yeah. life, all yeah. about timing. Yeah. I, I talk about, you know, all the pressure that we were talking about. You, you add that into the mix, and man, I just don't know. I just don't know. So, oh, Matt, yeah. by the way, Matt, Matt, by the way, um, that you just heard there, um, trying to, trying to, um, 
What do you want to say? Um, I don't know. What do you want to say? Uh, trying to get uh, Barstool to lobby Barstool to do their pregame show at the at the dome. So <clears throat> yeah, if he's got any responses, I'm surprised he didn't mention it. But you know how they are. Um, all right. Well, look, that is going to just about do it for us. Uh, big, big game, big, bro. Big Saturday. Big game, big Saturday. Um, can't wait. Going to be pretty excited for it. Going to be live doing the, the tweet thing. Joe doing the Facebook thing. Mm, still, in char- still in charge. Still in charge. No. Yeah. Dude, oh, what do you mean? Dude, what do you mean? Guy, I swear to God. I swear. Hold the phone, folks. Hold what? the phone. Hold what? The phone. Let me guess. Mike Michael. N- no. Give you one more guess. Dominic. From the Spotify Live green room, it's Dominic. What's up? We're we're just you you come a a day late and a dollar short once again, but we're gonna let you uh, speak now or forever hold yourself. What do you got? All right, I I told you last time that I was gonna have the story about the kid on my route who my son grew up playing baseball against, who plays football for NC State. Remember? Yes. Yep. All right. So. The week that Anai and Beck, they were hired, I ran into Michael's dad outside his house when I was delivering his mail. And I said, hey, uh, Mr. Allen, was didn't Michael get recruited by Virginia too? He goes, yeah. And I said, I told him that, you know, Syracuse, they hired uh, Coach Anai and Coach Beck. And he stopped what he was doing and he turned back around to me and he goes, he goes, are you kidding? And I'm like, no. He goes, oh, you know, Michael almost chose Virginia over NC State because of Anai's offense. And, you know, I'm thinking, I really didn't get to, I don't get to see much college football other than what I listened to with Syracuse. I didn't know what Virginia was doing, to be quite honest. Um, and he said, this is what he said. He goes, Anai will take what players they recruit. He recruits athletes and he builds his offense around what he has. And he goes, you, he goes, he's going to do a lot with Syracuse's offense. You're going to really, really enjoy having him and watching what he does. With He goes, one year you may run 70%, one year you may throw 70%, but it all has to do with the personnel that he has around. And um, so th- this week again, C State, you know, the Allen family, they're going up to the Cuse. I gave him a list of restaurants to go to, and it's kind of like a little fun rivalry here and there. But um, – it's it's uh he's a freshman he probably won't play, but um he was a four star running back out of Rose High School here in Greenville, so we'll eventually get to see him unless he transfers, which I doubt. But um, we'll see. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, we'll be on the lookout. They might need him. And we've seen that too. We've seen that though. With yeah. with this offensive coordinator and the coach and everything, they've gone one year they're passing, the other year they're running. They've turned dual threat quarterbacks that you know people didn't think that we're going to be able to be in the NFL now they're NFL players so i mean i i mean it's a great story because i can only really believe what i see and i mean that kind of sounds like truth there uh, and that's why i kind of have um a little bit of a i'm positive in the fact that like i said before previously which wasn't live but um that there's no doubt these coaches and, and you know, Jason Beck and, and Robert and I, they got together. They figured out what has been working in the first five games, what hasn't, and what do we need to do to throw in some different wrinkles. So I definitely expect to see um, something different uh, against NC State. Obviously not 
what has been working, but um, they're definitely going to have some different little things in there and wrinkles that uh, I don't think NC State's going to be able to see on tape at this point. Um, yeah, you know what? I This is what I was thinking, and I heard somebody somewhere say um, on some Syracuse that like the Purdue and the Virginia game, the play calling was actually like doing a rewatch and like it may have been noons that it seemed super vanilla, like the play calling, especially in those two games, like they did not open the book, like was like Babers and I being like a mad genius. No, we could win this game. Let's not do anything we don't have to do on tape and save it for when we are in the heart of our of our you know, conference play. And I, I mean, that, that seems, it seems hard for me to think that because Purdue and, you know, especially Purdue is, is a really good team, but yeah. Baylor is also so very close to the vest. I know it sounds crazy, but you I don't know doing that. <laughs> you don't, you don't know. And that's the thing is that's the optimist way of thinking about it. The pessimist way of thinking about it is, is that the play calling is terrible. That the play calling, it hasn't changed and that yeah. those two defenses just, saw what they saw on tape and they implemented it and we didn't do as well. So, um, you don't really ever know, right? Effort in, in, in Tucker rushing up the middle this year where last year it seemed like we, it seemed like Syracuse was doing more of a zone blocking scheme, trying to get him to the outside, him finding, finding a hole and, and taking advantage of a first step to get away from that, that first and second levels, of defense, and this year they're not, they haven't done that. And I've thought to myself, is this what an eye does? Is this? But have they tried to get on tape? Well, oh, Syracuse—they're just trying to, you know, establish the run up the middle. And now, when the heart of our, they're, they're going to go back to that. Are they going to go back to that? Because it seemed like it seemed like almost like they were doing that a little bit with Wagner. You know what I mean? It seemed like they were doing a little bit more outside running than I saw. Yeah. For the other four games, it was almost like a little practice scrimmage, right? Yeah, and, it was totally. You know, they're just trying and, a couple of things because they don't ever do that. And to what we've been talking about, like we can see the difference in coaches. We can see that the receiver coaches that came in and the special teams coach and Jason Beck and Robert and I, we can see the difference. We already know Tony White's a great defensive coordinator. So um, Monroe, Nick Monroe, great D back coach, great recruiter. Um, we, we, we know all this and where we are now is, I mean, obviously it's a credit to the kids and all the hard work they put in, but a lot to me is the coaching. And if the coaching is as good as they are, then they're going to make those adjustments and they're going to come out of this bye week And we're going to see some, again, word of the day, word of the month, word of the year evolution of this team. Yep. needs to happen. Just, if, we want, if we want, if we want to be, if I'm just saying, if we want to be where we are, and we want to continually, for this year, be looked at as a legitimate contender, we have to evolve. Yep. Yeah. I. If it, I, I thought six and six. So I thought you're going to have to be four and one at the gate to get six and six. And yep. so now, and, I, and I'm honestly, I'm like, okay. So now they're seven and five. Be. Now it's it's kind of I I've been predict, predicting this this a win the whole time so I can't say oh you beat NC State you're going to be eight and four if they win this game to me they're still it's it's still a possible seven and five team I just thought with a nine 
going into the bye week, Wag, you're gonna have two whole weeks. Okay, let's run some game plan. What we're gonna do against against Wagner of what we want to do against NC State. I just I felt confident about this game since the since the season started, and, um, and not because of Babers because his record is terrible after the bye. But I and I at Virginia I think was three and three. Which I mean, it team most teams I think are three and three coming out of the bye, unless you're Alabama or Georgia or something. You know what I mean? So it's the, the these middle these middle of the road college football teams. They're they're not all perfect coming out of the bye week. They're they're really not unless you're. Hey, look, yeah, look at the Fighting Devitos. They're five and one. They're ranked. Yeah. Right. Right. So so, I mean, look. This is what I want, Dom. I want yeah. this game. This week, give me the six so yes. I have to so I can stop worrying about it because yeah, I'm not going to raise you know, the expectations. We don't know what this team looks like after three weeks of NC State, Clemson, and Notre Dame, right? So right. And, let's get this six. Joe, we we are here in North Carolina. We have to live with these people, NC State fans, for the yep. rest of the year. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get yes. this six. These, these, let's these get the bowl game. <laughs> let's get the bowl game, and then let's see where we are after Clemson and Notre Dame. That's 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 where I'm at. All right, Don. Yeah. Before we before yeah, we let I'm, you go, I'm, hold on, hold on. What do you what do you got now? What does yeah. he have now? What do you got now, Dom? Go ahead. No, I'm just like this, this. I want this game more than anyone during the year. If I if if I get to that weight game, which I should. Of course, I want to. I want to finally. I've never seen a Syracuse win in person. Never in my life. The three games I've been to are four games, three games. So of course, I want to. I want them to win when I go. But for for my livings, from where I live and the amount of NC State fans that are friends of mine at church and everything, this is the one I want <laughs> more so than any other one the rest of the year. So, yep. but um, yep. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Dom. Appreciate it. You're welcome. What were you going to ask me? Don't be a. St- oh. Um, how do how do you like the new the new mob logo? We haven't we haven't talked about the mob logo. That, that was that was a lo- that was a long that was a long time in the making. By the way, uh, it took forever to do. But Wait, it, like, do you do that? No, I wish I could take credit for that. I designed it, but I did not yeah. do it. As as an Italian. Uh, born in Syracuse, raised in in Hudson County, New Jersey, and lived in Essex County, where they filmed The Sopranos. I that that I felt very connected, and and um, I I loved it. That was that was like wow. I I, I feel that like the cigar, everything it was beautiful. The bowler hat that was like I, I actually my first thought was how does he not get sued by Syracuse for this? Because too- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, because why why. Because I use the emblem. Damn good. Oh right. yeah, it's not. It's not me. It's not me. There's a man behind the scenes, and uh, he does a great job. But are you um, paying Syracuse something to to use an auto like character? Hell no. <laughs> hell no. I ain't giving them nothing. All right, because I've heard, I, I have heard when the times I've listened to like Orange Nation and stuff, they if you if you have not paid the school for rights, they are they are notorious for coming after small. Like even even like uh, even the the I don't even because I, I I do it on internet radio I don't even know what the call numbers are or anything, but like they've gone after Orange Nation for stuff that looks too Syracuse on their well, website. Well, it, it mm. looks very Syracuse. I think all of our stuff I, we've made auto chug beer. Yeah, <laughs> we've made auto <laughs> smoke cigars. 
ride yeah. a tank. Oh, I, I love the tank one, man. That was great. That one I, I did. I remember when that, yeah. that one I did. Uh, yes. th- that's about as far as my skills went. And I was like, you know what? This took way too long. I think I'll pay someone from here on out. And so that's what I started doing. So all of the last, all of the really good logos were not were not me. I, yeah. I I had them designed. I designed them, told them what I wanted. And man, I'll tell you what, the mob one that that just came out was the only one that I had that um, did not require a a revision. Like I didn't, I didn't like. I wasn't like, hey man, can you change this and this? No, it came out perfect. I was like, let's roll with it. Awesome. The so nanosecond, I saw that. I looked up all three members of the Mob podcast and I tweeted it out. I know, like, I appreciate you gotta, that. You guys got to see this. Like, no, it was, dude. I was like, dude. Like, even if they wanted to use, like, you got to let them use that if they want to sell it on their shirt or something because it is so good. They, it they can so do good. it. They can do whatever the hell they want with it. Yeah, they yes. absolutely can. And hey, yo, shout out to that damn Mob podcast, by the way, because I'll tell you what. Episode four with Donnie McPherson. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was Great. so good. Yes. Great. Dude, the history, just the history, and you know, not to be political or anything, but the the. But I will anyway. Right. <laughs> well, it it's not meant to be political. It's not. But it's not. To, to, I agree with everything he said about what the way that society looked at the black quarterback in the eighties and nineties. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And for him to drop like the history of the the black quarterback at Syracuse, dude, I had no idea. That's a. Nope. To me, as someone that I wish that like our whole society and culture didn't give a darn about color anymore, both sides, because yep. that's that's you know how some people may take it politically or not. There's more right. than two now. It's not really a political it's statement. It's a human right. statement. It's not a political it's statement. statement. There's a whole bunch like, of different, and they all got to get over it. Yep, you're right. 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 Um, I think it is awesome to know that like the first black quarterback went to Syracuse in the 30s, and he was a Tuskegee Airman. And died yep. in, in World War II. Yeah. Like I'm like, dude, that is freaking awesome. Why why is he not in the ring of honor? Like, no, Andy played Andy played basketball. His basketball jersey's retired in, in the dome. And uh, you know, Don McPherson, he also he shared some stories and dropped some knowledge about, you know, they were asking, like, you know, what did you guys do to become, you know, an undefeated team that year? And the stories and everything like that. It's 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 super it's just super entertaining. And I'm not yeah. gonna just, you know, let every tell everything here, but uh, no, you know, go watch it, man. Go it. watch it. Go listen yeah. to it. It's it's great. Yeah. Um, Dom, thanks yeah. a lot, my guy. Okay, don't be a stranger. Try to try to try to come on a little earlier next time. You extended the podcast by like fifteen minutes, which is always hey. great for some people, but for me, it's like so close to my bedtime. So uh, I appreciate <laughs> I five the Yankee game with my kids. There you and go. Then, uh, go Yanks. Can you please go out to the store for me? So when I picked up my phone to head out to Walgreens, I saw that you're, it was on. I'm like, oh, let me see if I missed it. And I'm like, no, it's probably the last few seconds. And I, and I remember. <laughs> and it was. I told him I, I told him I was going to tell him the story about Michael Allen. And then, you know, he, he, there you go. So that's what happened. Good story. Appreciate it, man. Yep. Appreciate, appreciate right, it, Dom. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. All right, bye. All right. No, seriously, this time that that's got to do it. That's got to do it. I, 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 um, I'm happy we got that in, actually. It ended up being pretty damn good. Absolutely. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Dominic, for all of that. And Houston uh, Water Boy tells me to quit whining. Look, 5 o'clock comes early, man. <laughs> 5 o'clock comes early. So, uh, look, we appreciate hey, all of you. Appreciate all of you. Thanks for hanging out. Glad to be back. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out.
Peace.